0: Time for the Rural News with Susan Murray. And Susan... What impact is all this weather having for Gisborne vegetable producers? Good afternoon, Polina. Large Gisborne-based nationwide vegetable supplier Leaderbrand says getting fresh produce out of the region is a logistical nightmare following the heavy rain in recent days. Chief Executive Richard Burke says there shouldn't be any shortages at supermarkets because all the vegetables are also grown in other regions. But he says directing trucks is challenging and the odd vegetable may be limited someday.
1: Well we're going south at the moment uh, and south is still open obviously there's quite a bit of risk um, you know just north of Hawke's Bay through the Devil's Elbow and across the Portorino Bridge which is a Bailey Bridge so we're a little bit nervous about that. Um, north's obviously got a number of issues and you know we have to work through that and what it's going to take to get that back online but That's quite a problem for us, you know, when you're trying to run loops of trucks and bring product back into town for processing as well as get it out. So uh, there's a bit of logistics work happening at the moment.
0: Richard Burke says yet again the plea goes out for better resilience in the region's roads, especially the one north to Apotiki.
1: How often are we going to have rain and have these sort of issues come up? You know, it's frustrating talking about them all the time because... Frankly, a lot of the flooding and and that that happened on the road is avoidable. Obviously, there's some slumping now, and and that's a real issue for the coast with the amount of water that's on the hills. But, you know, we we do have to get to the stage where we've got a resilient road north out of this district. Otherwise, you know, businesses like ours are going to struggle.
0: Richard Burke says there's a lot of surface water around, but drainage work done since Cyclone Gabriel on the flats has meant they've coped better than hoped. Totally gutting and disheartening is how an East Coast farmer from Te is describing watching floodwaters pour over some of his farm in the past few days. Damien McPherson's farm is about half an hour northwest of Gisborne. He says grass was just starting to get re-established on 50 hectares of productive flats and now it's gone. He told Morning Report the costs are really mounting. That's
2: huge, especially because we we lost a lot of profit from the um, that last flood, like it's cost us a lot of money and and it's it's going to cost us money in the next two, three years sort of thing, especially this flood. We thought we were going to get ahead a little bit and get some lands and it's just a snowball effect really from now on. It goes right through to my early, uh, my ewes that are going to land land early that I rely on the flats to get a lot of those early lands away and it's it's sort of going to back everything up um, because I'm going to have none of those flats really to batten my early lambs on and put the ewes on.
0: Ferson says he's had to send lambs to the meatworks earlier than planned this week and just over the weekend the meat schedule prices dropped. Meanwhile, extreme weather last Friday forced organisers to delay the final week of the six-week national bull selling season by seven days. PGG Wrightson's Callum Stewart says up to $4.6 million changes hands during the stud selling week, with many buyers making it a social drip off farm for the event. He says road closures and other commitments may mean some will be buying online rather than in person, but he hopes not too many, as that will impact Gisborne's hospitality sector.
2: You talk to clients that are, that go up to Gisborne and buy, and, and if you talk to locals, they're still going to go ahead and, and try and purchase their bulls, but for the week it does have an impact on the town, it does have a big impact in the area, so there is a little bit of a concern.
0: There are 400 bulls on offer around the region's stud farm, farms, and Callum Stewart says getting ready for the sale in these conditions will be a challenge. The average prices for the past five weeks of sales have been between nine dollars and $11,000, with the top price paid for an Angus bull in the South Island at $98,000. Dropping demand for building construction timber won't affect sawmillers' jobs, for the moment at least. Mills nationwide are pulling back production due to fewer new builds coming through the pipeline and plenty of structural timber available in the market. But the Timber Industry Federation Director, Jeff Eilett, says that doesn't mean job losses.
2: There's thousands work in the industry. Um, there's no signs of any sawmills sort of laying off large numbers of people you know they, they've sort of worked pretty hard to to get good people on board and they'd obviously rather keep them however they possibly can rather than laying people off at this stage but it's tough times we're I suppose optimistic that as summer approaches and and things start leveling out a little bit there with weather wise things will pick up but There's certainly some pessimists out there, You know, economists and the like, are saying it could be sort of 12 to 18 months that that things are are on a little bit of a slowdown. And that's probably been signalled for quite some time.
0: Geoff Eilett says the slowdown reflects the country's economic situation.
2: A lot of the sawmillers who have been in the industry for for generations, you know, family sawmills, they, they often talk about the last couple of years have been as being sort of a once-in-a-generation type time for, for sawmills. Sadly, well aware of the cyclical nature of things, and I, I suppose construction and forestry and sawmilling and that, that's sort of usually at the pointy end of any any recession. It's one of the first markers, if you like, of, of things quietening down, is certainly in the
0: construction industry. Jeff Eilett from the Timber Industry Federation. More South Island farmers are looking at sheltering barns in order to minimise damage to pastures during winter. Northland company Herd Homes builds cow shelters, which look like large barns with a built-in effluent containment system. Company spokesperson Marcel Van Royen says recently economic hardship has meant muted demand, but there has been a noticeable shift in interest from North Island farmers to those in the south.
1: Particularly in places like Canterbury, um, where they see their restrictions are pretty tight and tightening, Um, so we're seeing traditionally there wasn't much demand for this sort of system in Canterbury at all, and we're getting more and more people are understanding the environmental impacts.
2: Do
1: you find Um, resistance to it? Yeah, 100%. Straight away people say, oh, this isn't traditional New Zealand farming. We tend to get hubs of herd homes where one farmer will build a herd home and all the other farmers run them down for it, and within two or three years we're selling them herd homes.
0: Marcel Van Royen says the company has actually moved its head office from Northland to Christchurch, and that's the rural news for Monday.